Hello and welcome to episode three of Empowerment with Monique, the podcast. I am so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be filming and recording another podcast episode for you guys. And I am so excited, especially because I have my first guest on the pod today. Today's episode is going to be groundbreaking. Like this is where all of the juice is at. This is the true purpose of my podcast. And I am just so freaking excited. So basically, I have a very special guest. Um, Her name is Lena here with me tonight. And she is going to be telling us and speaking about her journey through marriage, divorce, single parenthood, domestic violence, drug addiction, and some really powerful topics to help, um, I guess, all of our listeners feel supported and empowered, especially if they're going through some similar things. The purpose of my podcast is to allow people to come on and share their stories. Essentially, the vibe is having a chat, having a discussion, you know, I'm listening, I'm talking, I'm coaching, but I'm just hearing, you know, powerful stories from powerful people. Essentially, the purpose is to allow those with, you know, hardship or those with stories that are quite difficult to speak about what happened and then give advice and empower others who may be going through the same kind of thing. So essentially, I want to build a community where we can all speak about things, help each other out, and I can, you know, mediate, I guess, through discussion and through my podcast, advice and communications and empowerment, essentially. So yes, I'm very excited to, you know, have my first guest begin this segment, and I hope you guys love it. So without further ado, um, I'm going to begin our conversation with my very, 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 very special guest, Lena. So obviously you're here today because you have quite a interesting, but yet empowering story of strength and courage and perseverance. So could you tell us a little bit about what happened, I guess, you know, the more traumatic hardship moments of your life what exactly transpired during then absolutely Mm. um well i was married Mm -hmm. for about six years um unfortunately my ex-husband he turned to drugs yeah made some really bad choices Mm. that Mm -hmm. was a massive roller coaster yeah um where he did go on a bender and um really made some bad choices yeah would what would that look like like his benders or being on drugs what would that look like for like on a day-to-day life basis look i just lived in fear i would literally tiptoe around him i actually started to tiptoe around everybody else Mm -hmm. yeah i constantly lived in fear because i just didn't know what he would do how he would act yeah um, and I pretty much lost myself. I yeah. lost my whole um, authenticity of yeah. myself throughout yeah. this time. Yeah. So I'm assuming like during during time like that, especially when you're living day-to-day life with someone who's erratic, you're not sure what's going to happen. You feel you almost, I feel like, I'm, I mean, I'm assuming, but you can clarify, do you feel like you lost your voice or power during that relationship? I lost, I lost everything. Yeah. I, look, it got to a stage where just before he was removed from the house Mm -hmm. i literally did sleep with one eye open one eye shut yeah yeah because i lived in fear yeah constantly um my children were with me at the time and 
that's all I could think about. I yeah. thought, look, it didn't doesn't matter. It wasn't about me, it was about my kids. Yeah. I had to get through this for my children. Yeah, and that would have been another hard, I guess, aspect of it because not only are you fearing for yourself, you're fearing for your kids. And do you think that, like, I know the kids were little at that stage. Did they have any idea of what was going on? Um, my daughter did. Mm. She was about five years old, yeah. four or five. And my son, um, not much, yeah. not much. My my daughter yeah. actually saw a lot more than what my son did. Yeah, of course, because yeah. he was he would have been little. He was very little. Yeah. What were some of the feelings? I guess if you could be more descriptive, that you actually felt internally whilst going through that kind of environment, especially before he had been removed, which we can get into that. Whilst you were living, what what feelings did you actually have? While he was still living in the yeah, family home. Yeah, while he was still here. Um, look, I lived... I didn't even know who I was, so yeah. I lived in fear. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I tiptoed yeah. and I avoided many arguments mm-hmm. by just sort of giving in to him and just allowing him be who he wanted to be. Yeah. And do you feel like almost to protect yourself, you have to give away that power? Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, I had to do that because that's how, well, you know, I became that person. I had yeah. to become the way he wanted me to be. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like, it was very much, you had to follow the rules of him in that relationship, what he kind of said goes, right? Yes. And yes. then plus on top of that, you were also worried about the erraticness, I'm assuming, from the drug taking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, look, also I worked. Yeah. I had the kids in crash, childcare. Yeah. And yeah, I did. I had a busy, busy, busy life, yeah. and you know, I still had to come home and still and prepare still, my dinner and yeah. wonder, think and wonder what mood he is in, mm. or you know, what's going to yeah. happen today, what's going to happen tonight. Is there going to be a fight? Is going to be a screaming match? Yeah. Who knows what was going to happen? Yeah. No one was coming to my house. Yeah. Yeah. The end because right, okay. it was just too erratic and it was so it was also isolating you from friends and family yep. as well yep. yeah and then right. i actually chose to pull away from everybody also yeah. was that feelings of was it more like shame and embarrassment or to protect them from him what do you both. think both it was yeah. both yeah. absolutely both did you ever did you ever blame yourself for what was happening in that relationship or? um well he Sorry that I say this, but yeah. you know, he was a narcissist. I never knew what a narcissist was. Yeah, yeah. Until I figured out who, what, it, what a narcissist is, yeah. and I actually realised that it wasn't me. But yeah. yes, at one stage I did question myself. Yeah. I did doubt myself, thinking, yeah. um, you know, I'm not the perfect wife, or I'm not doing mm-hmm. exactly what a woman that's married, that's got kids, and. Yeah. Um, is doing but I just thought I was doing everything right but no it was was, everything was wrong right yeah but that that was really coming from him because of his his narcissism or or drug use that's all I knew that's all I knew I didn't know any better I didn't know didn't understand it yeah do you feel like there was any moments where you could maybe upon reflection see that maybe you you went to blaming yourself or you thought that you weren't the perfect wife because of how you were raised were you you know, in a family that demonstrated what the perfect woman should be? Or do you feel like... Well, I was... We were brought up, being in the European background, mm. we were brought up yeah. in a way that, you know, the man is the man, he's the breadwinner, yeah. he 
works, he brings home the money, yeah. you cook, you clean, you look yeah. after the kids. Yeah. Um, there wasn't that 50-50 domestication where, mm. you know, the, yeah. the husband well, helps and no, we didn't, no. didn't have yeah. that. But so a little bit, yes, I think it does come down, does mm. stem back down to my childhood. Yeah. Because I think that as kids, like I said, growing up in the European background, um, there was always a little bit of fear. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. we didn't do yeah. something or, you know, we got in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And I suppose like, like once you've gone into marriage and from, I guess, being a kid and then you've gone into marriage, you've then, you know, knew, you knew what role you had to take prior. Correct. So you knew what role you had to take and then, but plus his narcissism and drug abuse or addiction, it then turned into you can almost blame yourself for, for what was going on. Well, I yeah. was blaming myself because yeah. I thought that um, marriage, I just thought that I did do everything mm, right. Yeah. Um, but then obviously, yes, I questioned myself. Mm. Um, I was being hard on myself yeah. and thought that I wasn't worthy. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. Um, good enough yeah. at all. Yeah. Just completely lost myself. Yeah. Which is like honestly yeah such a shame we know that eventually he got removed and could you talk us a little bit about what happened how did it get to that stage and what happened after like um okay so what actually happened he once again made a really bad choice yeah um i can't really get into that yeah. right now yeah. but he was in prison yeah for a good three and a half years yeah um and believe it or not once he did go to prison that's when I started to heal yeah. because yeah. of the fear of not always, you know, I was always watching behind me. Yeah. I was driving in my car and I was always watching in my mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere and everywhere, I always had fear. Yeah. Fear. Fear. And so him being removed allowed you to relax almost. Yeah. yeah. I just, I had to literally, you know, find myself, find yeah. my feet and I had to be a mum. Yeah. And start looking after my kids. Yeah. This wasn't yeah. about me. This was about my children. Yeah. I think, yeah. More than anything. Yeah. And you, you mentioned then, like, once he was imprisoned, you started to heal. What what did that look like for you? What rituals? What what did that okay. look like? Okay. Um, yeah. Look, you know what? I Look, I'm going to talk about Louise Hayes. Yeah, because go this for it. Is, Love that. this book here is my Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. love my bible <laughs> um so what i did was i was reading a lot of personal development books yeah but louise hayes is my mentor and i started with her yeah. i actually started doing some training courses mm-hmm. read and watched so yeah. much of yeah. her stuff yeah that i sleep eat dream of her but yeah. i did I did start with yeah. affirmations, but yeah. I did find though with affirmations that when I did start to do them, yeah. things didn't always go my way. So, but I realised now that yeah. everything had to go sour yeah. for you know get rid of the old yeah. and in with the new. Yeah. yeah. So um, affirmations is what yeah. got me through it all. And that's the thing, like I guess when you're healing or when you're doing affirmations or manifesting you don't realise what you need to give up in order to get what you want, right? Correct. And so things were things absolutely would have crumbled before they got better. Oh, they and, crumbled. And you know what? You went through enough. So you went through, oh, you look, went through. And, it like, and they say the yeah. universe gives you whatever you can handle. And yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. I can't go through any more than what I went through. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, 100%. Um, but in saying that, 
everything passes. Yeah, yeah. I got through it. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm a completely different person today. What would you say, like, how would you say you're different now? Different now is I, you know, whether you want to call it God, spirit, the universe, just trust. Yeah. Just trust in the universe. Yeah. That's all. And have faith. Yeah. Because if you strongly and you believe that, you know, you know what? Yeah, he's looking after me. Yeah. Um, mm. If you have those strong feelings, yeah. you are being be looked fine. after. And is that almost like, I guess, that, that trust into the universe or the spirit or God is also creating your reality, I guess, because you're believing that everything's going to be okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I know everything is going to – I know that everything is okay. Yeah. Because I try and live in the present moment. Yeah. So I've already told myself that I'm fine. Yeah. And yes, we're all going to have dramas and problems Mm. are going to arise. But I know that, you know, I just try and change the way that I look at things. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if I'm hitting some sort of diversity, I sort of change the way I speak or change the way I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And and then in the end, once it does change, I'm like, thanks, God. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. Because it's more about just having faith. Yeah. And how would you say, like, would you even go towards saying that what did transpire, what happened, made you stronger now? Would you, when you look back on your journey, would you have it any other way, I guess? Or... You know what? No. Because yeah. I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Yeah. My eyes are so wide open. Mm. Um, and I've got the motto also to you treat someone the way you want to be treated. Yeah. You want to love someone mm. you show the love yeah um what you give out is what you get back yeah. so yeah. i just i believe that kindness loving yeah. um being honest being yeah. truthful is the best way to go yeah and how do you feel now i guess like raising your kids by yourself and you know being in a home that's safe how do you how does that make you feel now um Look, I feel like a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, I've got my children, yeah. you know, thinking and learning with what I've, you know, yeah. taught myself. And every day I'm still going through yeah. my Louise Hayes or I'm into the law of attraction. Yeah. And the kids are just looking up at me and, <clears throat> excuse me, now they're mentoring too to their friends. Yeah, Um. Yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. I had to go through what I had to go through. And right now, today, I'm, I'm loving life. Yeah. Yes, things are going to go wrong. Yeah. And they do, but I just look at things completely different. Yeah. But you know that things will never get that bad again, never. I guess. Yeah. I would never, ever put yeah. myself in yeah. that position. Um, and yeah. my eyes are wide open. Yeah, absolutely. Wide open. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I ignored... The red flags, yeah, because yeah. I was so young, you know, yeah, twenty years ago when yeah. I did medium. Yeah, I had a lot of red flags, yeah. but I just chose to ignore them. Yeah, I hadn't, I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know any better, and you hadn't had this knowledge either. No, and nothing. Especially from um, your parents and your culture as well. That that wouldn't have transpired through, like they wouldn't have given that knowledge to you Definitely either. Not. So my yeah. yes, absolutely, my parents couldn't, but now I'm giving that to my children, yeah. and hopefully my children will give that. To, to their yeah their children and that's how it happens and what i guess like now that you are so strong and empowered and rebuilt yourself and rebuilt your life what advice can you give to someone that that is going through i guess an abusive relationship or has a partner that's on drug addictions or has a partner that's going to end up in jail how would you how would you say to them this is how you can tackle it look tackle it um mm. you know hoping that 
you know, they have got family and friends. Yeah, They've got yeah. support. They need a yeah. family or support yeah. network. network. Yeah. If they don't, there is obviously the internet. There is a lot of help out there. Yeah. You know, I went to, um, oh, gee, I can't remember the name. I think it was the Orange the orange door orange door yeah, yeah mm. i went there and mm. you know victims of crime they yeah. there is a lot of help out there yeah. for everybody yeah um but just trust mm-hmm. that everything will work out and speak up yeah and yeah. speak up i know it's not easy yeah um but you know there is a god up there yeah. and just ask him Ask him what you want, yeah. and he will we will send it to you, yeah. and keep you safe. Yeah, good. And I guess uh, like going riffing off that, you said um, support networks. Did you have a lot of support while you whilst you were going through this? I had amazing support. Yeah. I've got um, very close sister. Yeah, that I just absolutely adore. Yeah, and I've got her children. Yeah. that I absolutely mm-hmm. adore. Um, my parents. Yeah, you know, I think I take my head off to my dad that was yeah. sort of my rock when yeah. I was going through this yeah. um, and my sister yeah they were they were my rock yeah and look up until today they still are yeah you know so, so yeah but if I do you know hear or see or know anyone that's going through this some mm. more ears for yeah. trying to you know just to even give a little bit of advice and yeah. help out yeah of course mm. and I'm sure many people would thank you for that um, I guess now, like, how do you feel about yourself knowing that you've overcome such adversity? How, like, are you proud of yourself? How do you feel about you? Look, I am. Um, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I am. I'm very proud. I know that, um, you know, I would never go back to anything yeah. like that ever again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the good thing about this now is you can pick and choose. Mm. Before mm. you don't, you just sort of, you know, think that's what you know and that's what you stick by yeah but okay everything yeah. we do is by choice yeah make the choice if it's an incorrect choice learn from it make another choice and yeah. just keep making those choices yeah but i hope you know that your story is so special and that you've overcome so much and you've created this amazing life for you and your kids Thank and you. I think you're very empowering and inspirational so i'm so well, thankful don't forget <laughs> this is my yeah, yeah. my bible yeah Thank you so much to my guest, Lena, and thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have so many more guests booked in and I have so many more episodes coming to talk about all different kinds of topics. I'm very, very excited. I know you guys are going to love them. Please feel free to reach out, DM at Monique Amber on Instagram or on TikTok. I would love to hear about your stories. If you want to come on the pod and share your story, DM me. Let me know how you found this one. I am so excited. Thank you so much for listening. And I will be speaking to you guys very, very soon. Bye.